So I'm going to speak to you briefly on the topic that we saw on the flyer. Amen. Amen. How many of us saw the topic? If you saw it, okay. What was the topic? Hey, I was asking him. Hallelujah. Say love at first insight. You know, usually we say that love at first sight. How many of you have felt that before? If you, fe- you felt love at first sight before, give me a wave. Anybody? Yes, last week we discovered that some of them are telling lies. Hallelujah. Check your neighbor. Check your Look into your neighbors and check your neighbor. Okay, if, if you are here, and you have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, raise your hand. Don't, no, 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 don't be shy. Don't, don't be shy. Don't be shy. If you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, raise your hand like this. I want to help you. Anybody? Oh, raise your hand. Raise your hand. I was, I'll, I'll ask you one after the other. Uh, if you have a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, raise your hand. You have a girlfriend. You have a boyfriend. Jesus is watching now. You have a boyfriend. You have a boyfriend. You have a girlfriend. You have a boyfriend. Yes. Yes. My dear. Where the one can know. She smiled. So yes. You have one. You will say yes or no. <laughs> or it is complicated. It's complicated. You have one. No. What about you? You have one. Okay. Not yet. What about you? You look very familiar. I saw you here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. What about you? Hello. Yes, sir. You. You. Yeah. Yes. What about you? My dear. Yes. Yes. What about you? No. You have one. Okay. No. What about you? What about you? All right. Let, let me tell you something. A lot of people in church are hypocrites. Eh? I'm not saying you. <laughs> but one of the first principles you need to know if you are going to be healed, if you are going to be helped, is to admit that there's a problem. You understand? Uh-huh. If you admit that you are dating someone, it's not a sin to date somebody. Do you get it? Uh-huh. We are here to guide you to do it the right way. And it teaches a wisdom key so you don't enter into mistakes that you regret. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So when I ask, I ask because I want to see the kind of people that are here so that I'll know how to speak to you. Please, you understand me? Yes. Uh-huh. So don't, don't feel very uncomfortable. Some of you, when you tell me you're dating, I can tell you 
break up. Do you get it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can call you and sit you down and say that this thing, it will help you. Stop it. Break it up. <coughs> you understand? But that one, I'll check you. I'll check whether you can receive me like that. For example, if you want to do that, you will not understand. But we are trying to save you. I follow me. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you come very close to us, you know, God helps us. I don't know what some people are looking for. As far as we can check. God, yesterday, for instance, when I left here, I was speaking to one of our people. The person is not here, but I just asked the person, where did you go? Because the, the whole day, at some point in the day, you came into mind. And the way I was feeling, I think you have done something. Yes. <laughs> so where did you go? Then the person was quiet. She couldn't answer. I said, you have to answer. I need to hear. Where have you been? She was quiet. You see? And then as I kept on pushing, because some few months ago, I felt the same way. And I didn't, do, I just watched her. By the time I actually intervened, it was too late. You get it? So this time around, when I noticed, I said, no, let me intervene. And it was right there in front of us. You understand? So God, last week we learned that one of the ways of being wise is to receive instruction. You remember? Do you remember? Yes. Uh-huh. And as if God wanted to confirm his word, Monday morning, my mom sent me a voice note. I can play it for you. Yeah. She sang for me in the voice note, and then she prayed for me, and then she advised me. Do you get it? Monday morning, I was thinking about lots of things. Eh? The song, you know the song that she sang? Trust in Jesus. Yeah. You see? So we want to help you. You are very young people. Young people, a lot of you are innocent. There are a lot of virgins here. Some two are not virgins. Do you get it? <laughs> but we want to capture you before you lose your virginity. Do you understand? Look at neighbor. Neighbor. We want to capture you before you lose your virginity. Yes. I want to capture you. Capture you for Jesus. Bad boys are interested in virgins. But Jesus is more interested in virgins. Yeah. Jesus is more interested in virgins. It doesn't mean that you are not a virgin. Jesus is not interested in you. Uh, Jesus died because of a day like this that you realize that you are not a virgin by me, Jesus. You understand? So that from today you become a new virgin. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you know that if you are a believer, you are a virgin? Yeah, in the spirit, you are a virgin. Hallelujah. So make sure nobody breaks your virginity in the spirit. But physically also, make sure nobody takes away what? Your virginity. Hallelujah. Look at this, a neighbor. Yeah. Some of you are saying virginity, your, your lips are shaking. <laughs> you are afraid to say it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me move very quickly with you guys today so I can ask you a lot of questions. Amen. All right. So we are seeing love at first sight. What is love? Love is one of the things in the scriptures 
that we find very difficult to define because we see different variations and dimensions of love. Hallelujah. Love has many colors, okay? But essentially, there are certain things that are common with all these variations of love, okay? Number one, there is an affection. Say affection. Affection. Now, number two, there is a desire, okay? Now, the desire is not on its own, but a desire to, first of all, ensure that the person that is receiving the love is happy or fulfilled. Hallelujah. In other words, when you love somebody, you seek the happiness of the person and the fulfillment of the person. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you following? Such a love will, will make sure that you will not hurt the person that you love. Okay. Love is not intended to injure or to cause pain. Okay. Uh -huh. As you are sitting here right now, when I knock you, you may not feel that I love you. You see. But how many of you have watched Mr. Bones before? Do you remember how they greet their people? They slap them and hurt them. That is love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is love. You see. They do it without the intention to injure. You see. So the love does not injure. Okay. It, it produces happiness. It means that when you love someone, you abstain from anything that could injure the person. It also means that you do things that promote the welfare of the one that you love. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you following? Yeah. So we promote welfare. We promote comfort. We promote interests. Okay. And then we also appreciate the people. You know, all these things are different elements of the matter of love. But then there's affection. There is a design, a commitment to ensuring that the person is happy. The person, you know, is comfortable. You seek the welfare of the person and all of that. Praise God. Now, the origin of love is God himself. Some years ago, I was praying on the park, a park at Achimota. And as I was praying, when I finished praying, the Lord told me, I created the world out of love. I said, what? I was not taught that at Sunday school. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Then the Lord continued to explain to me, we are the product of the love of God so that we can be the object of the love of God. We are the product of the love of God so that we can be the word object of what of the love of god bible says emphatically that god is love god is love in his essence as we say god is holy god is also love okay essentially means that assuming god can be examined on an atomic i mean atomical level okay you can break god down assuming you can break god down into molecules, you can break God down into atoms and things like that, you are going to find that the essence, the essential element that is present in God is love. Do you get it? Or is what? 
holiness. Anything that you hear that we say God is, He is. It means that when you encounter Him, that's what you encounter. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you following? Yes. So God is love. So Bible says that God created us. You know, when you read Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3, but blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings of every place in Christ Jesus, according as he chose us in him to be holy, blameless, and before him in love. You see, but when you read from NIV, it says that in love he chose us. In love he chose us. Hallelujah. So God is love. The essence of God is love. Praise God. Are you following me? Now, the reason I'm telling you this is that if you want to look at love in its true essence, you need to look at God. How do you know that something is original unless you compare it to the original thing? How many of you have used China phone before? Uh -huh. We call it China because we compare it to what an original phone. Yes or no? Uh -huh. How many of you have bought Samsung that when you put on, they wrote Nokia on it. <laughs> As you are putting it on, you see two hands coming together like this. Nokia. But the case is what? Samsung. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody will say that, oh, Samsung, they've updated their phone. They are in partnership with Nokia. <laughs> is it? But you only know that because you know the original. So, we can only know true love because we know original love or what authentic love. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Are you in church? Yes. Uh -huh. Okay, now we'll come back to the love bit. Then we said, so I want you to, I'm just trying to define the things in there. So there's love, then there's what? Insight. Insight means to have an understanding about the true nature of things. Okay, to have an understanding about the true nature of something, to have a deep understanding or meaning about the true nature of something. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of us ever received a prize in school for any subject? When you were going to school, primary school, you received prize. If you received prize in primary school, raise your hand. What subject? English. So we can say that in primary school you had insight because when they give you the paper, you get 100, 100 over 100. Why are you getting 100 over 100? Uh, okay, but 98 or something. Amen. Yes, GSS. Who received a prize in GSS? Anybody? Yes, which subject? Home economics. Hey, and you are reading this. What are you reading now? Medicine. Wow. You, you, you do things in the theater. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we can say that she has insight in home economics. Because when we tested her with certain things, she, she came up tops. You understand? She has a, a true understanding of the way it works. Do you get it? Yes. SHS. Who, had, who received a prize in the SHS? If you receive a prize in the SHS, let me see her. What subject? Math. Which one? Both of Hey. Let's clap for her. Let's clap for her. Is it? So we can. So this one there, he has double insight. 
in uh, he has an understanding of the the nature the true nature of something are we following so we are talking about love at first inside because we want you to develop love with the understanding of the true nature of what it is does it make sense now the first there it's not the first that you know but the first there talks about what is the most important principle or principles regarding this matter okay first can be you know foremost in order of rank or in order of importance or in order of time hallelujah praise god i follow me yes so love at first insight you have love yes it's true but I'm going to have the love based on the most important principles that you have acquired concerning the true nature of love. It's a powerful introduction. You get it? Uh-huh. Because if you are going to love, you are going to love right. You are going to love right because you understand the true nature of what it is. Hallelujah. Praise God. Is that okay? All right. Next point. Now, let's read the scripture, Songs, Songs of Songs, chapter 2, the verse number 7. You can also write chapter 3, verse 5 down, write chapter 8, verse 4 down. You can write those scriptures down. When you go home, you can go and read them. But let's read the 2, verse 7. It's the same scripture. And I want you to see the way it's put for you to realize that love deals with principles. Love deals with principles. Yes, verse 7. <coughs> yes, sir. Okay. All right. By the road. Okay. And by the hands of the field. All right. That he stir not up, nor awake my love till he grieve. Is it King James? This King James. King James didn't capture the true essence of what he said. When you look at it in the Hebrew, the emphasis is not on the object of love, but it's on the the love itself, hallelujah. Amen. So let's read it in another version. NIV. Okay. Daughters of Jerusalem. All right. I charge you. Okay. By the gazelles. All right. And by the doors of the field. Okay. Do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Amen. Amen. So the writer is giving an advice to the daughters of Zion or Jerusalem and says that. Don't awaken love until the time is right. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it means that love has a time. Wow. Yes, love has a time. There's a time for love. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you following me? Oh, yes. yes. Because I, I want you to understand that love works with principles. And because of that, we are having this meeting. If you thought love doesn't work with principle, tonight you know that love works with what? Principles. Or let me say, it works by what? Principles. Hallelujah. Praise God. So in this scripture, we are discovering first of all that love should not be awakened. It means that love can be awakened. It can be stirred up. You can cause yourself to fall in love. Yes. And you can cause yourself to fall out of love. Yes. So when we see you doing things that will get you to fall in love, and we say, hey, be careful, you're about to fall in love. So, mean, I, you know, nobody can influence me. 
Me, my heart is strong. I've not made up my mind that I'm going to fall in love. Hey, when you start crying, we'll come and cry with you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Recently, I was advising somebody. You, somebody likes you. And I, you say you don't know what to do. You came to ask, ask you, do you like the person? Mm, I like the person. Okay, so what do you want to do? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still praying. I was like, fine. Then leave the, the person alone. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you know, I, you know, we are enjoying the conversation and things like that. Then you now came and told the person, oh, give me some time to pray. And the person now went far away. Now you are crying that the person is not mind you again. What do you want? <laughs> what are you looking for? Hallelujah. Amen. Are you following what I'm telling you? Yes. So love can be what? Awakened. So when I see you talking to a particular girl over and over and over and over again. So we are just friends. We are best friends. What, what do they call it? Best. Yes. <laughs> yeah. BFF. Best friends forever. Yeah. And then we tell that Charlie, when you talk to the girl, the way you even look, there's something. So, oh, there's nothing. <laughs> you said that the way you look at the girl, you said that. Let me, when, when I was on campus, eh, I met a lady. Yeah. That lady, eh, when, when I look into her eyes, I see love. Oh my God. <laughs> I, see, I, I see love staring at me in the face like this. No, 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 I'm not exaggerating. I'm very serious. So it, it got to a time I couldn't look into her face. Yeah, it was that serious. Because yeah. I didn't want to be charmed. Yeah, because the eyes were beginning to have an effect on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you keys. Yes, I'm told their love is, when they look in here, you can see that they love you. Do you understand? Why your spectacles, okay? <laughs> Before somebody sees something in your eyes. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Yes. Yeah. So love can be awakened. So this is just to open up the principles to you. Amen. Yeah. Let's move on because of time. Okay. Alright. Now as I said, there are different dimensions of love. You are going to realize that love is the foundation of every kind of relationship that we have. So your father loves you. Okay, so there's a love proceeding from the father to the child. And that love usually may be expressed essentially in the way of provision, protection, eh, and then correction. Essentially, what your father owes you much is to provide for you, is to protect you, is to correct you. Bible said the Lord chastised or chastened those that he, what, he loves. Because if he doesn't do that, then, then you are illegitimate children. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the relationship between a father and a son on the basis of love, what proceeds from the father to the child is provision, protection, and what? Correction. Okay, this is just one example. Then, there's what proceeds from the child to the father. If a child indeed loves a father, do you know what the child will give? It's not that I love you. No, it's not that one. It's Anna. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Yes. Essentially, children that love their fathers honor them. Okay? The love that proceeds from a man to his wife, uh, the goal, the, the, the end of that love, the 
focus, the objective of the love is intimacy. Are you listening to me? Yes. And that is the reason why the man was advising them that don't awaken love before it's time. Because if you waking, awaken it at the wrong time, it will be in a hurry to be intimate. Now, intimacy is not only sex, but it's one of them. Yeah. yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Intimacy is not only sex, but it's one of them. So when you are waking love quickly, like when you're on campus and you're in a hurry, like first you have come, you have a boy. We give you, after one year, by second you're having sex. Oh yeah, you'll be having sex. And if you're not very careful, you the person started dating is a strange boy or strange girl, they, the first year will not even end. <laughs> first month, nah, you're having sex. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't look away, look at me. Look here. <laughs> look at me. Because of your, you're already having sex. Yeah. First year. If you are in first year and a senior is having sex with you, be careful, though. He's about to leave you here. There are kinds of relationship on campus. Let me give you kinds. Say kinds. A relationship on campus. There's what we call inter. Say inter. That one is internal. That one, the person is with you here. The internal people usually they do many things and they usually it ends after school uh-huh, most of them then there's exter the person is here but the person is dating oh, is it my boyfriend is a tech you know that one is exter easy mm-hmm. and while some then once they are doing the exter then they do the second one understanding you know understanding that one you you know that you have a girlfriend at tech but you find a girl and say that, you know, let's just manage ourselves whilst we are here. That's understanding. It means that when I'm home, you are not my girl. Because the extent, I'll be working on the extent, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm on campus, dear, it's understanding. understanding. Yes. Then there's the fourth one, help me finish my course. Wow. Those are the people that do come and be eating your food. They don't have money you. You can't maybe eat your food. Oh, baby, I love you. I love you. But it's your rice. It's your banco. Your biscuit and things. Hallelujah. And if you're a guy too, the lady just trying to take the money. You know, uh, we have some, uh, this thing, handouts we need to, we need to buy. We have to do this. If you're a, a lady too, the boy will come and watch him. He's helping finish my course. The, as you're watching, you're helping them finish the course. As you're cooking for them, you, you realize that when you come out of campus, pay. You know, I think this relationship, you cannot go the way, you know, I think we should go our separate ways. The person has done you, help me finish my course. <laughs> yeah. If you're a lady here, don't be watching for anybody. Who... Are you listening to me? Yes. Don't be watching for anybody. When they say, if you love me, you will take care of me. They say, if, if you love me, you will come and marry me. You understand? Yeah. Because even when we are married, they're watching, we'll do arrangement. <laughs> Praise God. We cannot abuse. Even my father, I don't watch his things like that. <laughs> you, somebody's daughter, every day of the week, you wear jeans, come, like the way this guy is wearing jeans. Like tomorrow, you wear jeans. Not one jeans, different jeans. Eh? Hey, where is the guy? He's gone back. Come, let me use you. 
So you wear jeans today, tomorrow you wear another one, uh, what do you call it? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then you will are Saturday in the house washing jeans if your hands like this. That's what this guy love him more. <laughs> your all your fingers will get hurt and you are still washing. Even your own things, you don't wash like that. Are you listening to me? Listen now. You you not do that, okay? You don't do that. So they'll they'll use you as helping finish my course. You just help them, do you go and then they'll dump you. Be wise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you following me? So there's a kind of love that exists between father and then a child, mother and a child, brother, friend, spouse, neighbor, and all of that. We don't have time to look at all of that, so let me keep it simple. Now, you need to understand the difference between love, lust, and then what? Infatuation. Hallelujah. Are we following? Lust, usually, is a strong, in relation to what we are talking about now, lust is a strong sexual desire. Lust is a strong sexual desire. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are we following? Yeah, love, I mean, lust is a strong word, sexual desire. Okay, now, I'm going to give you examples in the scriptures. Okay, then, infatuation is an intense but short-lived passion or admiration for someone. It's intense but it's short-lived. It is intense, but shortly. Then usually it's an admiration. Usually the people that say they have a crush on someone, usually it's infatuation. Most times of infatuation. If you give it a little time, realize that after three days, it will jump. It will not be there again. Uh-huh. Infatuation. I-N-F-A-T-U-A-T-I-O-N. Yes, that one. Hallelujah. Yeah. And then, of course, there's love itself. And I've explained the love already. Now, in the Bible, you're going to realize that this, these are the differences, practically. When somebody lusts after you, the person will bring sex first. Eh? So, if, if you are drawing the distance, so sex will be first. Do you get it? Uh-huh. Then, affection afterward. And the affection for you is driven by sex. That's the difference. So sex first. So the person sees you and all that the person wants to have with you is sex. But after the sex, the person may have some affection. But the affection will be maintained by what? The sex. So if you take the sex out of the relationship, there's no affection. It's like every day they are fighting. Because they cannot talk. They cannot have conversation. When they, they, they start having conversations more and they will have sex. Then when they have the sex, they will, you know, baby, I love you. It's not, it's, it's last. It's not love. It's just last. Are you listening? Yeah. I'm teaching you something. Yeah. So that their own, the sex, they, they meet you now one day, sex. First day. You understand? Okay. That's last. So, the, the affection is driven by sex. Yes. Everything about the relationship is about sex. They don't even know the person's relatives. 
the person's interest. If you ask them what's the person's favorite color, they don't know. But they know the person's favorite sex position. Do you understand? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm teaching you. If we, those who say they have a girlfriend, but if you ask them right now, what is this person's favorite color? They don't remember. But they remember the sex position. It's a sign. <laughs> it's a sign that you may be dealing with somebody that is lasting after you. All the conversations, I miss your breast. I miss your this. <laughs> can, I, can I see you tomorrow? You have not even asked me, how is the course going? Am I studying? Am I able to study? Do you, do you need help? You don't know that one. All that you know, Charlie, this weekend, what are we, go, what are we doing? Where are we going? Everything is sexy car. Do <laughs> eh? you understand? Yes. So that's the last. It begins with sex. Is driven and maintained by sex. If you take the sex out, the relationship collapses. You know that you are dealing with lust. Infatuation. Infatuation, I'll give you certain elements, 11 elements of infatuation. But the key element of it is obsession. Yes, obsession. Now, when the obsession is satisfied by sex, usually, after that, <clears throat> there may be no affection at all. No affection develops. That's the difference. The difference between lust and infatuation is that usually that one, the affection doesn't develop. <clears throat> because love is not sex and sex is not love. Okay? But as I told you, the goal or the end or the objective of the love between a man and a woman is intimacy. And under that intimacy, there is sex. But you cannot pick out the sex and say that sex is love. Sex is never love. God loves us. Has he had sex with us? Do <laughs> 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 you understand what I'm telling you? It's not the same thing. But God loves us. And God is actually intimate with us because you need to understand what intimate intimacy is. Intimacy is not sex. It's one of the places or the expressions of intimacy. But sex is not on this one. This is intimacy. No. One time I taught on fellowship in the spirit and I used sex to teach the people that they were uncomfortable in the church. Meanwhile, they are medical students. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The intimate interaction between a man and a woman uh, is such that the woman has to open up. You understand? In your relationship with God, who does the opening up? You. Yes. So you need to open up. If you want to be very intimate with God, you need to open up. You need to, you need to empty yourself for God to fill you. That is the way it is. You cannot be a man toward God. No. You cannot be. You cannot force your will on The more you try to force your will on God, you can't be intimate with Him. You need to open up. You need to allow yourself. Let yourself go. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Some of you are letting yourself go with boys, but not with God. And if you're a lady here, let me tell you that you hold a very important place in the matter of sex. Usually I tell ladies this, if sex takes place, I blame the lady. Yes, I don't blame the boy, unless he raped you. 
But if he didn't rape you, you open up your legs. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm telling you? The, the guy cannot go anywhere until you open up. Where is he going? <laughs> so so th- by the time that you are going to lie down in the bed and then you are removing your things, or maybe he's removing your things and you are just standing on the bed, you don't get up. Oh, and it's... <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> usually that's what they say if the guy is not God fear like they were saying the last thing the guy is not God fear and as he's removing the pants the Holy Spirit will speak to him stop <laughs> then that one the, he will just remove, he will remove fast like Charlie you see and then you open up you you open up look at any lady say you you open up you you open up Praise God. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Yeah. It's very important. Take it serious. Take it seriously. Okay. So with the infatuation, please pay attention that there's an obsession and there is a drive to fulfill that obsession. And usually it results in sex. And then the issue with that one is that after that one, there is no word affection. Mind you, in the Bible... Jacob consummated his marriage by sex without loving Leah. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can have sex with people you don't love. You see? Yeah. You can have sex with people you don't love. So sex, they don't use sex to judge love at all. Especially girls, if you are dealing with a boy, and his boys, they are, they are, they are dangerous. <laughs> boys can be sleeping with you and they don't love you. They are using you as intake. And as they are doing, they have planned somebody in their mind that they are going to marry. I listen to me. Yeah, they plan. They have a wife. You dear is to help them finish their course. <laughs> Recently, there was a guy. There's a lady that brought a matter out. Hmm? Brought up an issue. About three weeks or so before the guy was going to marry somebody else, he just told the girl that Charlie, let's break up. I don't think this is working. Yeah. Send the lady a message. The lady was trying to reach out to him. Say, oh, no, no. It cannot work. It cannot work. Then the lady, you know, started complaining. Said that, whatever. I me, mean, that's my decision. Whatever you want to do, you can do. Then the lady got to know that the guy is going to marry somebody else. They have slept together. Abortions. Not one. Multiple. You see? They were in the same church. Yeah. I mean, how are you? You, the lady, how can you stay in the church? You cannot stay in the church. I listen to me. I'm teaching you something to save you. Some two or three years ago, there was a girl like that after SHS. She got pregnant. She tried to abort. She died. Yeah, simple. Some of you that have some of you that have committed abortion before and you are here, it's mercy that located you. It's mercy. God just wanted to give you another chance. Yeah. So don't do it again. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Now, because of time, I don't have to read the scriptures. But on the matter of last, we see the story 
of Dinah. I think Genesis chapter 30. Okay. Okay. Genesis 34, rather. 34, sorry. Genesis 34. When you go, we can go and read. Genesis 34. Okay, when you can go and read. Now you can look at that matter as last. Okay, because as I was telling you, when the gentleman saw the lady, um, he just grabbed the girl and raped her. Genesis 34 from his one. Dinah, Leah's daughter, whom she bought to Jacob, went out to see some of the young men of the area. When Shechem, son of Hamor, um, the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her. He seized her and lay with her and what? Humiliated her. Hallelujah. Praise God. The verse 3 Bible says that, and his soul was drawn to Dinah, the daughter of, after he had sex with the lady. Now his soul was now what? Drawn to her. He felt like he, he was now in love. Yeah. So the, the thing opened up because of the sex. You see. But when you read 2 Samuel chapter 13, Somebody does a similar thing, but it doesn't, it doesn't open up to sex. I mean, to love or affection, rather. Let me not call it love. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we together? Yes, Ammon, that's it. That's, um, now, Absalom, David's son, had a beautiful sister whose name was Tamar. After a time, Ammon, David's son, loved her. The Bible uses love because that's what the guy said. And Ammon was tormented that he made himself ill because of his sister Tamar. So I was talking about obsession. I'm going to give you 11 elements of infatuation, okay? So the story is there. When you go home, you can read. Amen. Amen. Are we following? But then, after he slept with a girl, this is what happened. Verse 15. Then, watch here. Amnon hated her with the very great word, hatred, after they had sex. So, affection was not there. That's what? Infatuation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, these are the elements. Uh, number one, people that are infatuated with you, they are moved by your physical ap appearance only. Number two, they are obsessed with you. Or if you are the one feeling it, you feel obsession. You feel obsessed. Number three, you feel frustrated that you cannot have what you are looking for. Number four, you be exhausted. Hallelujah. Praise God. Number five, you will behave foolishly. People that are infatuated, love is wise. Oh. Love is wise. Eh? Love is not foolish. But infatuation, in fact, the word infatuation, the origin of the word means to make a fool out of someone. Yeah, that's what it means. Because people that are infatuated, they behave foolishly. They behave foolishly. So you, you, you'll be foolish. Or you act without reasoning. Number six. People that are infatuated, they like to do things in secrets. Because they, they plan to catch you. So when you know somebody that has roommates, and then you went to visit him in, in maybe in the evening, and when you got there, the roommates are not there. And he has laid the bed nicely. Don't stay in the room. Because he has arranged for you. <laughs> sure. It's even sad that eh, on some of the campuses, 
the, the, the secrecy is not that the poor have left. So the secrecy is that they have covered that part of the bed. Yeah, I'm telling you something. They just cover the part of the bed and they are inside, they are having sex. And there are other people in the room. Yeah. That's, that's how bad things are. Hallelujah. Secrecy. Number seven, self-gratification. People that are infatuated with you, they focus on what they will get, not what you will get. They are selfish. They are very spontaneous in their decisions. They act by compulsion, as if they don't have self-control. And as I said, it is what? Short-lived. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you following? All right. Now, so all these things are about lust and infatuation. What about love? Now, with love, we are going to focus on a scripture in Ezekiel chapter 16. Now, mind you, the focus of our... Yes, how many have I given you? Physical appearance, obsession, frustration, exhaustion, foolishness, secrecy, self-gratification... Okay, that is satisfaction of the listen, but also selfishness. Okay, selfishness, the other thing, spontaneity, compulsion, short lived. That should be 11. Okay, please, do we all get it? Now, I'm moving very quickly because of time. Okay, so let's go to um, Songs of Songs, chapter 8, the verse number 4. And then when you go home, you are going to read from, from 4 down to like verse 12. But I want to tell you some things quickly because of our time. Hallelujah. Praise God. Please, are you learning something? All right. Let's go to Songs of Songs, chapter 8. Uh, read verse 4 first. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Five. Continue, you continue. Who is this coming? No, jump to verse six. Place me like a seal over your heart. Okay. Like a seal on your arm. All right. For love is as strong as is as strong as death. Alright. It's jealousy and yielding as the grave. Okay. Events like blazing fire. Alright. Like a mighty flame. Okay. Many waters cannot quench Yeah, many waters cannot quench love. Hallelujah. When you, when you allow the love to overtake you, you are in trouble. Do you understand? This one, we are not talking about the love of Christ. Do. We are talking about the one you feel for a boy or a girl. And in this modern age, another boy or another girl. You understand? Because it's either it's Adam and Eve or Adam and what? Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Are you following me? Now they are all over the place. Oh. Be mindful, eh? Yo. Amen. Amen. Now, the reason why I made us read that scripture is for you to realize the power of love. And that's what the, the man of God tells us that don't stay it up until it's time. So usually I tell people, you most of you, who wants to get married in school? Whilst in school? <coughs> <coughs> Who wants to get married whilst in school? Who wants to get married whilst in school? Nobody. 
Now, when you enter into a romantic interaction with somebody, the emotions last for close to about two years, at most two and a half. Pay attention. And usually after that, the hormones and then the neurotransmitters that were making you feel some way to be as if it's going down. You understand? So you may not feel so excited as you used to feel. So it will just go down a little. It will like everything will balance out. And then you will now be interacting with the person based on friendship. Are you following me? Now what it also means is that the, there's a movement of that love toward, as I told you, toward what? Intimacy. Even if it's genuine love. Usually when you cross the one year border and you enter the second year, if you're not very careful, you don't have a lot of self-control, you may fall. You may have sex. You understand? Are you following me? So if you are not <clears throat> ready to get married immediately, and you want to honor God with your body, and you don't have, when you look at yourself, you can tell that we, at least, or maybe at most, within the next two years, you should settle down. I don't see the reason why you should be in a hurry to be dating. Like you are coming to do, you are doing medicine planning sorry so you're in first year so you're coming to do a four-year program and then first year you have a girlfriend you are you are not serious <laughs> not you the other person <laughs> because no 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 listen i'm telling you something though i'm telling you Sasha. it will be like we are joking there are some people there eh, they start early <clears throat> because of that vacation they don't go home they are here with the boy yes me it's true. They don't go home. And you see, they'll be sleeping with... No, listen to me. They'll, they'll, you'll just be sleeping around. And by the time you get to 40, you realize that it won't work. Because as you were, you were just dating foolishness. A lot of things that you did were foolishness. And when your eye begin to open, you realize this boy cry. No, he's not a good boy for me. But now it's too late. He has squeezed all the sweetness out of you. <laughs> you believe or you don't believe? <laughs> I want to show you something. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. No, I'll, I'll close very soon so you can ask me the questions, okay? Let me just help you. I think what I'll do is that maybe we should continue next week. Hallelujah. Say thank you, Jesus. Please pay attention. Okay. Um, so we are still in Songs of Songs, chapter 8. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I said I wanted to highlight a few things over there for you. Okay. I wanted to show you something, but if I go there, we'll not finish now. Let me just highlight these things. So, the man of God is advising us, don't awaken love before it's time. Then he begins to tell us how powerful love is. After that, we enter another phase where the man of God now is beginning to, you know, the, the writing is about a group of people that are speaking about their younger sister. So, come, let me use you. Go to verse 8, please. 
Don't mind me. Eh? You'll be a little uncomfortable, but I want to show them. Go to verse 8. Some of, uh, we have a little, so let's say I'm the brother. We have a little sister, which is her. And her breasts are not yet grown. Her breasts are not yet grown. Okay, continue. What shall we do for our sister? What shall we do for her? On the day she is spoken for. Now, when we say she's spoken for, it means that some people have come to ask for a hand in marriage. Some people are interested in her. They want to take her, you know, marry her. But then, the next phase shows a certain element about the principles I'm teaching you. Okay? So, we don't ask the hand of people in marriage when they are young. So, they are telling her from the onset, we have a sister, she has not developed breast yet. Pay attention. So, that's not the time for the asking of the hand of the person in marriage. If you are not ready, eh, to be, to be married, you have no business with the kind of love that exists between a man and a woman. You don't have business with it. Because as I told you that it, it, the direction is toward intimacy. And one of the elements is what? Is sex. You see, the people that are fornicating, some of them actually are in love with the people that they are fornicating with. Some of them is not lust. It's true love. But then they are doing something that is outside the will of God. That's what makes it wrong. Do you understand what I'm telling you? So to avoid that error, don't awaken love before it's time. So the girl is not ready. Pay attention. Now read the next verse. If she's a wall. So if she grows up in, in, in such a way that she presents herself as a wall. Continue. We will build towers of silver on her. We'll I'm coming to explain that. Then the next verse says what? If she is a door. If she's a door. Then get to the next verse. What does she say? I am a wall. I am a wall. That's what the girl says. So she grew up as a wall. So the responsibility of the brothers is to build towers of silver for her. I'll explain. Now go to the next verse after that. Solomon had a No, no, no. Continuation of that. I am a wall. I am a wall. And my breasts are like My breasts are like towers. My breast, now I've developed breasts. When we started the distance, I didn't have breasts. I'm a child. Okay? Are you following me? Yes. When, by the time a poor come to ask for her hand in marriage, she's matured. But when she was growing up, she didn't grow up as a door, but grew up as what? As the wall. She said, I'm a wall. The reason is this. <clears throat> the door is a symbol of access. And some that is not guarded. So we are talking about someone that spent her, her growing days allowing people in and out of her life anyhow, even in a sexual way. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? She didn't preserve herself. So the responsibility of the brothers is that we are going to build a barrier around her. We need, we need to protect a girl like that. Let's cover the girl. She, she, she's not, she's not even, because when she steps out that way, she may even go and disgrace us. She has not learned what she's supposed to learn. But this girl is saying that I didn't grow up as door. I grew up as what? As wall. As one that is strong, that is firm. It means that this is someone that wasn't sleeping around. She grew up someone that has kept herself. So the brother said they are going to adorn her with towers of what? Of silver. In some of the versions, it talks about the doorways of silver. It means that now they can give her freedom and access. Silver also speaks about wealth and riches. They are going to adorn her, honor her. And then release it to the person that has come to ask for a hand in what? In marriage. 
Though it's a lady, it talks about men too. Keep yourself. Grow up as wall. Because if, if, listen, if you don't grow up that way, you grow up anyhow, you realize that at the time that you really need to, you need to enter into mind, there'll be, there'll be blockades. Like many things that will not allow you to have it easily or freely. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I what I'm telling you. Yes. yes. The girl said, I am what? A war. I grew up this way. I kept myself. In fact, let's read another version. I'm sure when you read another version, you see it clearly. Any other version? Any other versions? Verse 5. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. I was a war. And my breast. No, no, verse 9 first. Verse 9. If she's a war, discreet woman. And we will build on her a turret of silver. All right. But if she's a dog, okay. we will enclose her with planks of cedar. All right. I was a wall, and my breasts were like the tower. Okay. Then I became in the king's eyes as one to find peace. Hallelujah. Amen. Because of the way she grew up, the one that wanted her hand in marriage was pleased that she has, he has found someone that will bring him what? Peace. That's what I'm trying to teach you. Peace. Don't be like a door that every day is open. Everybody has access to you. Sexually and emotionally. Don't do that. I'm talking about both men and women. Unfortunately, in our part of the world, if a, a man sleeps with a woman, they, they shame the woman. But now we have to shame the men. Oh, you have slept with girls. Oh, I'd shame you. I'd shame you because you will marry and give your wife problems. Proverbs chapter 5. I'll end with this, then you ask me your questions. Hallelujah. I'm supposed to teach you something in Ezekiel chapter 16, but I'll teach it another time so I can ask the question. At least. I've given you some, some foundation today. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 5. Yeah. Um, read from verse 15. Yes. Drink waters out of thine own All right. And running waters out of thine own well. All right. Let thy fountains be dispersed abroad. Okay. Of water in the street. All right. Let them be only thine own. Okay. And not strangers with thee. All right. Let thy fountain be blessed. All right. And rejoice with the wife of thy youth. Okay, continue. Let her be as the loving kind and pleasant grove. Let her breast satisfy thee at all times. Okay. And be thou ravished. Always with her love. Okay, verse 20. And why will thou, my son, be ravished with a strange woman? Okay. And embrace the bosom of a stranger. Now, watch here. So, the, the, the man of God is writing and is using metaphor. Okay? He talks about fountains and talks about springs. He said, drink water from your own system. Your own system. What belongs to you? Hallelujah. Amen. Eh? Drink water. The water of love. Drink the water of love from your own system. 
the one that you are mine. Next week, what I'm teaching you from Ezekiel chapter 6, you are going to see God's love in terms of this, like marital love. God established a covenant eh, before he was even interested in some other things. I'm going to show you. I'll show you in the scriptures. When God saw Israel, he was more interested in covering her nakedness, her nakedness than rather exposing her. That's what is in the Bible. That's the word of God. When a man really loves you, he'll be interested in the covenant, establishing the marriage before trying to have sex with you or trying to be intimate with you. That is the way of God. I told that God is going to be our standard. We just don't have time. I would have shown you the, the elements of the scriptures. God didn't even, you know, the first time he found Israel, Israel was like a baby that had yet been born. He didn't try to have that kind of relationship with Israel. He waited for her to grow up till she developed breasts. It's in the Bible. So, so you shouldn't be thinking about marital love at certain stages of your life. You don't need it. It to be a distraction. It's going to take you away from what God wants you to do. Some point relationships, six years, seven years. And after that, they even break up. The person has seen everything. Hey, Charlie. The person that will marry you, dear. Uh, imagine you are working with your wife. And then we meet your boy. <laughs> we meet the boy that you dated for seven years. Who has slept with you? And I'm greeting a guy. You, you feel uncomfortable. He has seen everything. What he shouldn't see, he has seen. As I'm even talking to him, he's even imagining my wife in the, in his mind. Say, girl, we, oh, Charlie. I don't want to check in, Anna. Seven years, my same was, I've been a man with a second hand. Yeah. Force. So already, the guy, even if he doesn't know me, even his respect for me has gone now because wife no girl with the Charlie. And yet praise God. Don't do that. It could also be a it could also be a guy. Yeah. You meet a girl in a, and the girl be telling her that, oh, this boy, the way he, was, he used to give me styles in, in school. And now you now you are a pastor. And and <laughs> Your your wife, who is the pastor, I will hear that pastor used to give somebody styles. Give somebody styles on campus. On Monday styles. Praise God. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So I'll end here so I can ask you some few questions. I don't want us to stay for too long. So that the next time I come, we'll do the matter in the book of Ezekiel. Is that okay? Have you learned something? Yes. Clap for Jesus. Please, you can take a seat. <laughs> Any questions, please? Those of you that have questions, you can ask. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. She, she hoped that because of the child, it can stay up love for her. Because he knew, she knew that Jacob didn't love her. As I said earlier, love can be stirred up. There are triggers of love. Okay, Bible says that Isaac loved Esau because of the venison. But when it says that Re Rebekah loved Jacob, it didn't attach any reason. Bible just said Rebekah loved Jacob. So there are certain things that can trigger love. Okay, uh -huh. so she hoped that because she has been able to give him a son, 
he will begin to love her. But we don't see it that way. He fulfilled his responsibilities to her as the wife by way of covenant. But his love was forever with what? Rahel. Okay. Uh-huh. That's what he hoped. He hoped that it would trigger. As we are here, there are things that can stay up love in our hearts. Okay. Amen. Do you get it? All right. Any other question, please? Feel free. We don't have time. So let the questions come quickly. Let's address them and go. Anybody? Are we okay? Everybody okay? Yes, sir. It's possible. It's very possible. You see, sometimes God can even show you now that this is the one. But with every revelation that we receive from God, God also gives us the wisdom to walk in it. They are put out received revelations and they destroyed the revelation. What I mean by that is that the kind of path they took based on the revelation that they received, they rather went this way. Okay. Uh-huh. There was a lady that received a prophecy that she's going to marry a certain man. And um, the man appeared. By the time that the man appeared, the lady was not ready for the man. So they couldn't develop the relationship in that direction. They couldn't go far. Though the revelation came from God because it was very dramatic. Okay, They described the, the person, the name of the person, where the person would appear and all of that. Everything was correct. Just that they couldn't develop it properly. Okay, now, as I've said that, I also say that be cautious when you are dealing with things like God told me, or I've seen, or God said I should marry you. Be very careful. It's not everything that is from God. Okay, people, there are dreams that are self-generated. Are you following me? Yes. Uh-huh. Don't marry people just because they said that God said. You to pray about it, and even when you have seen also with your eyes, don't remain there. Check. The substance of the person. Are you following me? Character. Okay. Bible said that Christ made unto us both the wisdom and the power of God. So there's an exercise of wisdom also. You need to look at the person critically. You understand me? <laughs> because when you marry, you don't marry, you don't be staying with visions. You be dealing with practical things. Practical things. Okay. Any other question? Okay. Ask your Okay, so what I was trying to say is that don't put yourself in a situation that would open you up. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. This is actually supposed to be a very comprehensive thing to lead you into even what dating is, what relationship is, what courtship is, and then, of course, marriage. Okay? Now, what we see people doing is wrong. It's not right. The way they are doing it is not the way it's supposed to be done. Are you following me? The way people are sleeping, sleeping on campus, that is not what relationship is meant to be. The foundation of relationship, okay, that is someone that you've seen that you want to get married to. The foundation first is friendship, and then there is dating. The dating doesn't mean that like, we are, the dating comes from the word date. In other words, to go on dates. Okay, what it means is that you meet the person somewhere, you guys, you chat. It's just about conversations, getting to know the person, know the mind of the person, you know. Now, by the time you do one or two dates, when you see that you don't agree, you don't continue. 
It's that continuous interaction that opens up the heart for affection. You understand? For instance, let's say it's your friend. The more you guys spend time together, the more likely it is that one person will begin to feel something. That's what I'm trying to say. So don't try to stick with one particular person that is my all in all. Don't do that. That's what I mean by opening up. Okay? Interact with other people. Friendship. Oh. Yes, interact with people. Oh, there's this brother. Yes, brother zone everybody. <laughs> uh, brother zone everybody and sister zone everybody. Everybody can, you know, just be free. Estab- establish boundaries and be free. When you get to a place where you are ready, okay, you see that, you know, I'm close to where I want it. Then you can give certain people certain opportunities. And as I said, to start from the place of dating, where it's about conversations, because you're not going to somebody's room, you're going somewhere, you, you sit down, you, you chat, get to know the person very well, see whether your interests are in the same place, your values are in the same place. When you go out one, two, and the person has a divergent distance, you know that this thing, it won't go anywhere. So you don't develop it. But the moment you realize that it's like we are in sync, of course, you are praying about it, so the dates become more frequent, more frequent. And that is when you begin to realize that, oh, Maybe I'm developing affection for this guy. You pray about it. When you're settled in your heart, you go ahead. Do you understand? Uh-huh. So he's talking about the time that is spent together. Okay? That is able to stimulate all these things. Yes, sir. I hope I've answered you. All right. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Okay. Very, very good question. Now, listen. I told you that, please pay attention. I told you that there are different dimensions and expressions of love. Please pay attention. Okay. Now, let me answer your first question. Yes, you can unknowingly cause somebody to love you by what I've told you, of course. Spending more time with the person. It's like you try to be God to the person. Ladies are very tender. You, you may think you're just trying to help, but she's reading it differently, especially ladies that come from homes where they have not been loved. There are some ladies, they are coming from homes where their father wasn't close. They didn't have brothers to be close. They didn't have people to talk to. So the moment you begin to talk to them, you're opening up to them, you're giving them time. It, it, it registers different in their mind. They feel like, hey, this guy, he must care about me. But you, you are just trying to be nice. You see, before you realize she's in love with you. So avoid those long, frequent interactions. Avoid them. You understand? If you, are, you notice that somebody has a problem, the person needs genuine help, don't be the only person trying to help the person. If there are sisters in the church, that you can trust, that can help, you recommend them. Or you bring in senior people, maybe a pastor or something, let the girl be helped. Don't try to be there. Because by the time you finish solving the problem, she will love you. It's not because she sat down and decided that, no, listen, I'm telling you something now. I'm telling you something. Yeah? When I was on campus, eh, there were a group of ladies that I encountered. Most of them, their father didn't stay in the house. They don't know what father they love is. So if you're a guy and you're close to them a little, they feel different because they don't know it. They, they just don't know love. They don't even know that you can be kind to people. 
oh, let me help you carry your thing. It's even that one alone can register something in their mind. I'm telling you something. Do you get it? I'm telling you something. Now, there are different languages of love. Okay, I don't know whether you know that. There are five languages of love. So at any point in time, you are communicating to the person on these five levels. Okay? There's love and there's words of affirmation. Okay? People fall in love or they understand love because you say nice things about them. Are you following me? There's acts of service. As you said, the people, they fall in love with you. Are you following me? There's time, quality time. People feel love when you spend quality time with them. Are you following me? There is physical touch. People feel love when you touch them. They hold your hand. You hug them. So if you are there, you are hugging girls. They may fall in love with you. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. It's like I can't remember the last one. Gifts, yes. The fifth one is the gifts. Okay, yes. So you go to town, you come by, you say, oh, I bought chocolate for you. The next one you come, I, I bought ice cream for you. You are registering love in their mind. Yes. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, listen, people, you are young, oh. You are very young. If you listen to me to help you, take it serious. Uh, I'm doing this because we have been called to do it. Uh, it's important that we teach you guys the right thing, so take it from me. I had a friend, that, uh, the lady that I was telling you that I could see love in her eyes. Eh? The first time I had a, a proper conversation with her, we had a program on, over here at the Dungu Field. You know, we very massive. The move of the spirit was so powerful. So when I finished, she said she wanted to talk to me. I just spoke to her briefly. Because by that time, she was at Brown Hostel. I was at Green Hostel. So when I came back from the program, I just passed by and spoke to her. So it was like a, a friendship kind of conversation. In my mind, unintentionally, when I come from town, maybe I'm coming back from town, I see something, I just buy chocomilo. What's chocomilo? <laughs> but, but not knowing that it was registering something in her mind, you see, it got to a point she was, she was so convinced that I'm the one for her. Now, there could be the emotional part of it, but there could also be the spiritual part of it. I don't know. But, I've not seen love in somebody's eyes like that before. I'm telling you something. Take it from me. It's my own personal life. When, when I stand in front of, so I, I just came to, I was just avoiding because I felt very bad. It's like somebody's asking for something you can't give. Yeah. So be very careful. The more you spend time with them, all the time you're spending time with them, you're creating something. You're leading them on. That's what they say. <laughs> okay. So you can do that, you know. Uh -huh. So if you have done that, what it means is that you have to reverse the process. But you have to do it gradually. Because sometimes people get hurt. So gradually, gradually, you know, you begin to reduce the time small, small. You bring other people in, on in not intentionally, you just try to manage the situation. Because if you leave rapidly, they will tell you that you have broken your heart. Meanwhile, you never said I love you. But then they will still say they have broken your heart. Because... They will tell that you are the only person that they had in this world, and then you have left them. So it's gradual. Yeah, it's gradual. Your other question was what? Yes, you can. Yes. So, so I told you that there are different aspects of love. Now, the, the agape kind of love, actually, 
is rooted in decision. Pay attention. When God tells you, love the Lord your God with all your heart, what do you think he's telling you? It's not emotional. It's an intentional commitment. It's, it's a submission to the will of God. So when we say we love God, it doesn't mean that we are going to feel something. Sometimes when people are doing worship and they are crying in church, they feel like then that's the person that loves God. It's not true. You cannot measure someone's love by tears. You know, they are crying. Oh Lord, I worship you. I worship you. No. Sometimes they are the people that lie the most. I listen to me. I'll, later I'll teach you. There are different dimensions. Okay, so there's that part. But as I said, as you're interacting with people, it stirs up something in you because your heart is receptive to something. Okay, just like the way you can go up and down. Yeah, they are playing music. You have not decided to learn it. One day you will be working somewhere and then the music will start playing in your mind. Hey, I have not learned this song, but it has been playing around you. That's the way it is. So all the things that are going on around you, your heart is receiving it gradually. Gradually, gradually. Some of us, the kind of woman that we want to marry has been formed in our mind by our parents. It's not intentional. Your mother has given you a certain image of what a good woman is. I'm telling you something. So you, you encounter people and they, not that it's intentional, but it's as if your mother is a standard or your sister is a standard. And the moment they cannot, it's like you can't even love them. It's like this one. And then as those of you too that have been watching this kind of telenovelas, um, sexy calf uh, movies, Korean series and all of the, all those things frame your mind. They affect what love is in your mind. So somebody loves you genuinely. The person doesn't give you flowers. So the person doesn't love you. Do you get it? Do you understand? So it's possible. Okay. So that's about to guard your heart with all diligence. Guard your heart with all diligence. Any other question? Anybody else? Please. It's like he was asking a question. Why are you asking him a question? Okay. Anybody else? Are we done? You want to ask a question? You want to ask a question? Anybody here? Anybody here? I hope you have learned something today. Are you sure? You want to ask a question? Yes, please. Yes. So I said that words of affirmation. What it means is that the person says kind words to you, says nice things about you. Okay. Quality time. The person spends good quality time with you. Okay. The next one, gifts. The person gives you gifts. That's the person, that's the way the person expresses love. Acts of service. The person helps you to do things. The person serves you, you know, if different, different activities. Okay. Then physical touch. The person communicates love on the platform of what physical touch. It means that the person likes to hold hands, likes to pet and things like that. Okay. Are we together? All right. Any other thing? Yes, please. Oh, but if you, you did make mention of using our mothers or sisters as a reference. Yeah. When it comes to it's our relationship with the opposite. Yeah. So here's the case where someone has lived in a home, in a family, where the parents, the brothers, they've interacted with love on a spiritual and emotional level. Okay. So. This person is growing up with the idea of his mother and his father being 
the ideal couple. Yeah. So he enters into life and then he's meeting other people, but it's always downplaying them because of the standard. So in such a case, is the person on the right path or should the person be more open? That's a very good question. Now, it, it depends on what you are looking at. Let me explain by what I mean. Now, if your parents are a symbol of authentic Christian relationship of love, you shouldn't lower the standard. Do you understand? In the sense that look out for quality in people. Do you understand? But if you are talking about excesses, then you have to manage the standard. Please understand. What I mean by that is that what the image you have in your mind that they are a standard couple, is it founded on scripture? Okay. Uh -huh. Is it founded like what your father does or your mom? Is it like something Christ is asking us to do? If it if does it, then you are on the right path. And as you are faithful on that path, God will honor you. I mean, that's the secret. God will honor you. Okay. Uh -huh. But if you are talking about some excesses, maybe, let me say, every every day your father gives your mother 10,000 CDs. Do you get it? Now, it's just an example. No, no, no. I, I want to show you something. Uh -huh. it, it, it's, it's, an, it's an excess in a way. Do you understand? It's an excess in the sense that essentially all that we are talking about is care and provision. But somebody can be giving somebody one CD, but it's also a demonstration of the same principle. Do you get it? Uh -huh. Like that he cares. That's what he has. So that's what he's giving. Are you following? So I'm talking about the principles. But if it's about the excesses, you shouldn't worry about that. However, as we grow up, like in meetings like that, God begins to help us to break the strongholds of our minds. As we submit to the Holy Spirit, the areas where, let me say, you are too difficult, the Holy Spirit will begin to deal with you in that area so that your heart can be open. Okay. Uh -huh. But if they are, they are standing for, for right things, like righteous things, okay, uh -huh. then that one there, even Christ wouldn't want you to lower the standard. Okay. Sometimes because you are maintaining the standard, God is able to deliver you. And the Lord taught me something. One way to detect people that want to deceive you is that you maintain your stand. If you are fond of compromising, somebody will swerve you because you'll not be able to detect. What I mean by that is that one time you cut corners more, another time you cut corners more. When somebody comes and the person has cut corner, you will not know. So you will marry someone thinking that the person is very spiritual, but the person is not very spiritual. Because you yourself, you are also not very spiritual. But you have an image of your mind, in your mind that, you know, spiritual couple should be married. But maintain your stand. Be, be, be strong and firm in that position. Don't compromise. And you, you are going to realize that that position attracts like people like that. There are some ladies that can stay around you because you are correct. There are some to down know because if if a lady comes into your room and she's touching, touch and say, please, I don't do that. Work out. <laughs> do, do you think she'll come again? She'll not come. And she'll go and tell the people that this guy, I'm sure that he doesn't have feelings. That's what they were telling the people. And that is that is saving you. That is it. But if you, if you are there, oh, oh, don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> you, know, you sit down, let me get you some water. <laughs> <laughs> Before you realize it has happened. Amen. Amen. Any other question, please? Yes, sir. 
let let him ask and then I'll come to you. No, you have asked already, so let him ask. Okay, you ask, you ask. Is that a question? Confusion. <laughs> Contribution. Oh, okay. Then let me take his question first. Yes, sir, please. Hey, I like your voice. <laughs> All right, I'm listening. How you can relate to the opposite sex on a friendship level without staring at That's a very good question. Now, Jesus has taught us the principle. What you owe your neighbor is peace. You owe them peace. Number two, you should be a keeper of your neighbor. Hallelujah. Or what we generally say, love your neighbor as yourself. Or Christ will say that love each other even as I've loved you. Now, that kind of love is demonstrated in, um, let me say, maintaining human dignity and sanity. And I'll explain what I mean by that. So, this, this is a guy, is a, is a male. Okay. You are there. Oh, hello. Hi. Maybe you close from school. You are chatting. Normal conversation. You don't try to be overly intrusive and things like that. If the person needs your help with something, you, you are available to help. If you can help. And then you are done. You are gone. Do you understand? Uh huh. Maybe once in a while, you may sit down, play game and things like that. But because it's a guy, you don't see it to be growing. But, what you are doing for him is what you should be doing for the girl. Just like the way you will not be going to this guy's house every day. Don't also be going to the girl's house every day. Because the more you are doing that, you are putting something in her mind. You are also putting something in your own mind. So it's just about what maintains life. You know, uh-huh. if a girl calls you, oh, I need you to help me with something, you can just come and help and then go. That's if you can help. Do you understand? Yes. And sometimes you, if you, if you have suspected a girl, then that one, you don't go alone. You go with somebody, you help her, and then you go. You just, it's just, it's just a maintenance of your commitment to support the life. Do you understand? Uh huh. Bible said that a brother is born for the day of adversity, but there's a friend that sticks closer to the brother. So what the brother does just to give support and assistance. That's all we are doing. Assistance, support. Just, just being there, you know. Uh -huh. But don't, promote the, the friendship too fast. Like when you close some church, every day you walk home together. You are not doing something bad, but every day you walk home. So when you close some church, she's anticipating that you walk home. So she's waiting for you. They say you're SI, they say maybe you're praying, then she has sat down waiting for you to finish. So you walk home together. <laughs> then already it's a signal. You should know that now it has registered in your mind that this is the person that I walk home with. And she's enjoying the conversations people are having. Even when she's come for prayer meeting, it's not because of the prayer meeting, but because when you close, you walk home together. <laughs> you, you see what I'm telling you? That's the way it is. So you just maintain the thing that, you know, supports life. You know, peace. Just maintain it. Just like the way you do for other males. You just maintain it. Just let it flow. I'm telling you something that will help you one day. You understand? Uh, tell you something that will help you. Just maintain it. Maintain the friendship. Don't, don't put too much into it. Don't put too much into it. And it goes to the ladies too. Don't put too much into it. Mm? Don't put too much into it. Sometimes you may meet people, you even admire the way they think. And you are interested. But we don't move too quickly. Just maintain it. I have a friend. The person was my friend from first year till now. We are friends. She's female. We are friends. Very good friends. We can talk about anything at any point in time. 
but we are French. We are friends because we try to maintain the friendship. You don't, you don't try to rush it. You know, when you meet somebody today and you start talking every minute, call, 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 call. You, you are trying to promote something too quickly. You know, just relax. Don't be too quick. Not calls or no. Maintain it. Sometimes you have to. You yourself you have to sit down and suppress it. Just relax. Just let me focus on some other things. You understand? Because the time that you have been spending all this for, you could have used it to invest in yourself much better. Yeah. Yeah. Please, you understand? Yeah. Any other one? There was a hand here, or it was just you? My dear, do you want to ask a question? Are you sure? Yes, sir. Don't worry, Flo, don't mind them. They are hypocrites, don't mind them. Yes, it's so true. At the end, I realized that what I was joking with, it was really serious. Yes, serious. So, as I was saying, really joking, I went Yeah. I joke with this. I started falling in. I realized that I was doing this for two hours. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's very important. They, in, in fact, it doesn't happen to girls alone. It happens to boys. We, we had a very terrible issue on campus. Very terrible. I mean, it's one of the, let me say, sad events that we experienced here. There was a guy that was interested in a certain girl because they had just been friends. You know, the girl is very caring. When she cooks sometimes, she'll call the guy, give her some. You know, they were in the same class. The, guy, the girl was just supportive. Knowing that, not knowing that the guy, the guy was developing feelings for the lady. And when he noticed that somebody else was around the girl, it started affecting him. You know, he became very jealous about it. Finally, it gave the guy a mental breakdown. I'm serious. It gave him a, a very serious issue. So he had to go on for some time and then come back. In fact, that even reminds me of another guy. When I came to first year, 
But when I when I came to first year, I met the guy. He was my senior, one of the classes. I think when he got to second year, he started dating a certain girl. And then something happened. The girl just suddenly broke up with the guy. Now, this guy that I'm talking about, when he, since he, he came to first year, he was the best student in their class. First year, second year. After the thing happened, he started going down. I'm telling you, just trailing all the papers. So they called him. They spoke to him. It wasn't working. So they had to take him to a psychiatric hospital. I'm telling you something. They started giving him medications. and things. So he was away for a very long time. And up to now, after a brief period of being okay, the thing comes again. Yes. So that's, that cycle of love just launching into that thing. When we had our psychiatric rotation and went to, uh, went to Pantai, some of the ladies that we interacted with, with severe depression, most of them were issues related to love. Yes. So, not to scare you, love is a beautiful thing. But we are teaching you to be wise about it. So you don't have to go through all those kinds of trauma and all of that. Please, do you understand? Yes. Does it make sense? Yes. All right. God bless us all.